Banksy and Pinky for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. First Dates Australia premieres on 10 and 10 Play On Demand. And if you haven't seen it before, people go on their first dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have all these wait staff to look after them because they're literally there whining and dining. Yeah. And I think it's nice and authentic and more realistic and less disgusting than that. <laughs> um, so we have a gorgeous wait staffer on the line this morning from the show. Luca, how are you? Hi, I'm wonderful, guys. How are you? Great. Very well. What are your feelings about First Dates Australia this time around? I, I absolutely love it. I think that you like hit the nail on the head when you said that it was like a more realistic, more, yeah. you know, more honest, kind version of like a lot of dating shows that are going around right now. Yeah. It's like they're truly just setting people up so that they can find love. There's none of the drama. There's none of the you know, just setting people up to fail, which I yeah. think is just a wonderful change. It's a bit of a breath of fresh air, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Now, Luca, I'm not actually dating as such, but I have heard that ordering spaghetti is a really bad idea, obviously, <laughs> right? Cause it's is this never... lady in the tramp okay. kind so of thing? Because you're serving food and drink, just wondered, uh, any kind of bad ideas with regards to what people have ordered on these dates? Absolutely. If, if somebody if somebody orders something that's quite quite messy in the yeah. face, it's yeah. just it's just a bad idea. I've, we've seen um, you know people ordering like fried chicken and then it just gets all over them oh. and it's in your teeth and it's all up in your business oh. and your hair. <laughs> in your business. And it's just it's it's hard to recover from that when you just yeah, yeah you look like oh. you're just wolfing it in like you're on death row. It's a rough yeah. it's a rough death go of it to be honest. <laughs> I know also, maybe, a bit more classy, a bit more demure. Maybe <laughs> just ordering martinis is also not a good idea either, right? Yeah. Yeah, then then your confidence might get a little bit too high and you might you might start saying things that you probably don't actually mean. Oh, I get so, stupid after yeah. one drink. So, so, exactly. so Luca, about the when you're when you're serving these first daters, mm. um, are you picking up on, yeah. on, a, on a feeling like... The like, vibe? Yeah, you're thinking, oh, you know, th- these guys really work or like yeah. this is never going to work or... Oh, you can definitely tell like, you know, based on the energy of, of, the, of the couple and the vibe, you know, you can tell yeah. their body language, if they're, you know, gazing into each other's eyes or if they're, you know, kind of picking up picking up on other things and kind of just wishing that they weren't there. You can absolutely tell. There's been a few. There's been mm. a few moments where it just looks like a train wreck and you, you know, oh. you really want it to go well, but you, there's nothing you can do. It's just, you just got to kind of sit back and watch it happen. But, yeah, it's, there's, there's, a few, there's a few definite cringy moments. So do you have any tips from what you've been observing on how men and women can make a good first impression and get a second date? Like, you know, brush your hair is a good start, but, you know, anything that you've learned from observing? It's important to, you know, like, make sure that you you, re- you represent yourself well, you know, you wear you wear the clothes that you feel most confident in, you feel coolest in, you know, whatever Track kind of pants. grooming tips you have. But, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever Track makes you feel most pants. confident. I would go to a date in tracky pants for yeah, sure. One triple three five three. If you've ever worn tracksuit pants <laughs> on a date, I need to talk to you desperately. Just joking. Anyway, yeah. keep going. So yes, be confident, um, comfortable. Be conf- yeah, I reckon be confident. I reckon don't try and be the you know the cool guy. It never works. The cool guy, the cool girl. Mm. Just be be yourself. If you try and be you know boastful and arrogant and stuff, then people oh, are just going to get bored of you very quickly. I've seen a lot of that. It's been a while for first date drinks for myself, um, yeah. but <laughs> I, I, I just assumed that just a series of dad jokes and puns would work. Uh, no. Is that not? No. No. That, so, <laughs> well, personally, I love the dad jokes and the puns, to be honest. To be honest but. <laughs>
I think I think we're a rare breed, so I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. <laughs> they don't work. Well, there All we right. go. Well, Luca, maybe we'll get to catch up with you again down the track. But looking forward to watching First Dates Australia ten and ten play on demand. Will we get a second date with you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we did good, Pinky. <laughs> what else has been happening this week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ? The orange scooters across Rockhampton, they've been very vibrant, very obvious. Um, I whacked a photo up on our Facebook page, Triple M Central Queensland, last night because I've seen them all around uh, on street corners with the helmets attached. I was like, wow, they really are everywhere. They have bread. Um, And there was this story some people are, um, you know, concerned about obviously following the rules, which is fair enough. And I think it does Mm. take a village to remind those on the scooters, Mm. particularly because they knew what the rules might be. You don't have to scream and yell at people. Uh, But when when we used to be able to travel, remember that time? Uh, We were over in Copenhagen (laughs) and I had my daughter with me on a trip with a friend and what was she? Was she 11? She was 11, so obviously too young to, you're meant to be 18 plus and obviously we were Uh, all adults and we were wanting to get around and have a look at some things on a footpath in a park kind of area, so not in the city or whatever and yeah, so I did hire one and I dinked her because I was like, well she needs to be able to get around with us. Um, Anyway, we did get... I'm getting um, some amazing visuals from that. (laughs) But we did get called out by a resident. Like, we'll still go very slow and be cautious. But anyway, I did do that because of the nature of the situation. Um, oh, our pinky. Always anyway, so I'm not trying bind. to set a bad yeah. example. I'm just saying these things will happen and sure. we just kind of can help remind each other or be patient and friendly. But that's not, it's very different to breaking, obviously, street rules, road rules. So anyway. No, like when you intentionally go out, yeah. go, I'm going to mess this up. Like, yeah, that's or no just good. dumping them here and there. So wondering what you think about them this morning. One, triple three, five, three, groundsman. Good morning. Good morning. Scooters just come through Park Avenue. One's up on blocks and looks like one's been involved in an accident. It's been rolled, so oh, it's wow. oh, around. What? No, hel- no helmets with both of them. But my biggest concern is the statistics. They've thrown a whole heap of rules at these scooters. You know, no more than 12 kilometres an hour. Mm. Can't ride in pairs and all that sort of stuff. Right. Yet they mm. won't do it to push bikes. Oh, yeah, okay. That's when we drop him off. Uh, Big Al's on the line. Good morning. How are you? Morning, morning, Big Al's morning. <laughs> it's Far a big out. morning, all right. Who's for a scoot? Listen, <laughs> I was just, uh, when I was 11. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a warning for the kids out there riding the scooters. It's really hard to wipe your bum with two broken arms. Oh, oh did you do out. that, Big Al? I was 11. Oh, wow, you really were. It's a true story. Only stuff. legs. <laughs> <laughs> also, the thing to remember too, people were asking how you actually activate them, Banksy. So you actually yeah, download um, the Neuron app and oh, okay. a single trip costs $1 to unlock the scooter, obviously lined up with your, you know, Apple Pay or whatever the go is for you. Uh-huh. And then it's 45 cents per minute thereafter. That's yeah. actually a... Uh a pretty good price to end up being like Big Al by the end of it. Um. <laughs> uh, one last call for the moment to squeeze in. Bernie, good morning. Hey, Bernie. Hi, guys. I was just um, bringing the, to Mr. Powerball. I was just wondering if you could help me um, with the numbers come up. <laughs> no. This is not a Powerball number service. Bernie, the numbers were 15, 27, 28, 32, 33, 6, 9 and 8. You gave us number 32, which was the only number that yeah. we uh, we oh. scored on, but we didn't. Well, well Bernie, and also it took him f- uh, one minute to tell you that information, so you owe us 45 cents. So I'll see you later. <laughs> no they're different, but they're ours. <laughs> 
Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. We've got Rosie from Lifeblood Australia on the phone right now. Good morning. Hey, Rose. Thank you so much. I love starting my mornings with you guys. Oh, thank you. We love having you on as well. And we know that our donations are low across CQ and across the country, really, due to COVID and people isolating. So just a quick reminder to roll up your sleeve, book in for plasma or blood. But we were going to do a bit of science with you this morning, Rosie, and talk a bit more about what happens to the blood after we've donated it. What, What is it being used for? Yeah, absolutely. So there's lots of different ways that we can use both blood and plasma. Uh, Today, I thought I would go through how we use your red cells because a lot of people seem to think that we need blood for trauma and road accidents, Mm -hmm. which is really true. We do use blood for those reasons, Mm -hmm. but only 2% of all our blood that we collect goes towards incidents and trauma. Wow. I I did not expect that. Well, where's the other stuff going? Where's the rest? So one third of our blood products is used to treat cancer and blood diseases. Um, Unfortunately, we live in a world where one in two Australian men and women will suffer from cancer before they're 85 years old. So chances are we all know someone who has fought that fight if we haven't fought it ourselves. And yeah, a great way to show your support. I'm not sure that that's common knowledge that that much uh, blood gets used for that. No, it it really is one of those really big misconceptions, I think. Um, And they science has come so far over the last few years as well, always coming up with different ways that they can use blood and plasma, like I said. Um, Mm. And then after the cancer, so we've got 19% of all of our blood products goes towards treating other types of anemia. And then there's heart surgeries, severe burns, uh, stomach and kidney diseases, orthopedic surgeries, and it also goes to helping pregnant women, new mothers and young children as well. I never realised that it was so needed for so many things. Mm. And I I guess that's why we kind of are always in this constant state of needing more because, wow, Mm. that's such a a variety of things we can use it for. Yeah, absolutely. And there is no substitute for blood. We really need people to start rolling their sleeves up and getting in out there in the centres. Yeah, and I guess w- when you look at it, you- your blood gets rejuvenated, so you're not really losing anything. You're gaining something like a healthier community. Well, and that's and- why it takes four months between donations. It's three or four months, isn't it, Rosie? It's three months or yeah. 12 weeks yep. between yep. blood to blood. Yep. Uh, you can donate plasma in between, so your plasma will actually replenish itself within two to three days if you stay really well hydrated. Mm. Yeah. With the blood donation, because we do take part of your blood that has the iron, it can take a lot longer for your red cells and your iron to replenish itself. So that's why we have that longer wait period. But it still does. It still replenishes. Well, and that's why we're in the beef capital. So get the iron up and have a steak. Mm -hmm. Or five. Absolutely. (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you so much for a bit of a freshen up about what happens with our blood donations and why they're so important and vital. If you want to call 13 14 95, you can actually book a donation appointment and obviously you go through the little checklist to see if you can or you can even book online. Thank you so much this morning for catching up with us once again, Rosie, from our Gladstone Australian Red Cross Lifeblood Centre. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Subscribe now to stay up to date. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. 
would have been a song you would have had absolutely cranked in your <laughs> Nissan 200SX as you're cruising around central <laughs> Queensland back in the day. Right, Pinky? Well, I was yeah. a Volkswagen girl, but yes, I do miss... <laughs> the old cars, particularly their hubcaps and the chrome. Um, and so this got me pumped this week because, like many others, um, there's been some old classics going up on Rocky Classifieds and all the um, you know marketplace pages on Facebook. And this one came through earlier this week. A 1979 yeah. Datto, because that's what you say. You don't say Datsun. Everyone no, says Datto. Uh, 200B, very tidy condition, runs and drives really well, comes with RWC. Sounds like describing me. Um, so they Run, want ten and a half. Runs and drives really well. <laughs> they wanted um, ten and a half grand for it, but yeah, it was really cool looking oh. at the pics. I was like, look at the little dado. It's so cool. It's got the you know, chrome handles. You, know, you hear it all the time, but I think it's it's most prevalent in cars. Like they don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. Seriously, the the Porsche nine eleven, the Ford oh, Mustang, the it. Chevy Camaro, the Lamborghini Countach. Look at you with and your high end tasting cars. Stop it. Yeah, you didn't see any of those on the roads of Central Queensland. <laughs> w- w- once, once I did see a Pontiac Trans Am, but it was obviously kit from Night Rider at. Uh, uh, shopping fair back Stockland, what we used to call back in the day. I'm pretty sure it was 83. Best thing I've ever seen on the streets of central Queensland, apart from the Dados. Which old cars do you miss seeing on the roads? Shazza. Yes, Taranas. <gasps> the Taranas. Yeah, my yes. first car was an LH Tirana, but the boyfriend had a Tirana, two bed hatchback, uh, <laughs> and I loved it. The Tirana family. The V8. Yeah. You loved the yeah, car more than him, is that right? Yeah. Oh, God, yes, I went out with him for the car. <laughs> Absolutely. Most importantly, what fluorescent colour was it? No, both our cars were white, but my mate had a yellow oh. Tirana, a SLX Tirana. So, yes, we were sort of a Tirana group, weren't we? Yes. <laughs> I yeah, love it. And yeah. have, did you see any at Rocky Nats last year? Because there was this glitter purple one that was just incredibly oh. stunning. My mate had a UC, the little uh, round Tiranas, and it was that purple that they came out in back then, and mm. it was gorgeous too. My recollections of the Tirana is we had a mate, Macca, he, uh, he had the fluoro green Tirana. Really? And, yeah. But the thing is, when we drove around the streets of central Queensland in the fluoro green Tirana, we only had one song playing, and that was, whoop, there it is, hit me, whoop, there it is. Shame job. <laughs> I played Aha in mine. I had an Aha tape, so I played Aha a lot in mine. And cassette tapes, yes. <laughs> Sending the message, hey, i got a Tirana, take on me. <laughs> Kirsty, tell us all about the cars you miss. Oh, it's not the cars I miss. It's the car that you liked on the radio station oh, just now. Yes. Is it yours? Did you buy it? What's the story? I have it. <laughs> I'm actually at Jonesy's oh Garage in Rockhampton. So if anyone is interested, <laughs> yeah. come on there. You know what I want to know? This is be my dad's Gorgeous. question. How many Ks are on the clock, mate? Yeah. Uh, 170. One seventy thousand. Yeah. Oh, does that no come idea. registered and with four good wheels? <laughs> I'm telling you, this thing drives better than all my newer cars. So, where are we getting in touch with you for the Datto? At no, 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 no. Keep this to ourselves. <laughs> Keep this to ourselves, Pinky. Discount, <laughs> discount. <laughs> Just come down to Jones's Garage, Rockhampton. That was wild. 
Let's find out what else Banksy and Pinky have been up to. You know, I think science is cool. You mm. think science is cool now too, I'm sure. This is an odd situation to talk about, but it's given us an amazing insight mm. into what happens to us as humans mm. in the moments before we leave this mortal coil. Where our mind travels to, isn't it? What the brain does. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was over in the States, this guy was, uh, he's going in for an EEG, you know, mm. where they hook you up to the brain scan thing. Mm. And while he was getting this done, he had a heart attack and passed away. Right. Because he was hooked up to the machine, mm. it's recorded the like minute to uh, 30 seconds before he passed and after he passed as well. And the family have also given permission for all of this information to be used and, yeah, and, and everything. Is, because what they found is in the moments you have just before you go, mm. your brain starts reliving all the happiest memories that it has ever had. So I was right. Yes. You might think about twisties. <laughs> if, if twisties is your thing... <laughs> Then that's what you're thinking Twisties about. Twisties and movies. Yeah, because you know yeah. you've always heard that whole oh your life flashes yeah, before lots your of speculation eyes. Speculation about what happens. No one really knows because how can we know? No, well, now we've actually mm. got the brain scan. That's a really nice thing to have found out. Yeah, I really. think so too. Yeah, because you, you yeah. always do get that. Oh, you know, I wonder what it would be like, and mm. and so it's akin to when you're in a state of meditation, yeah, or you're really relaxed, or you're experiencing something that's that's lovely and, and wonderful and warm feeling. So we can we officially know now that oh, that's nice. we, ha- yeah, we yeah. have that moment uh, of, of, of happy memories, reliving all of the great things that we love well, about life. Well, that's all life. there is, isn't there? Yeah. I think that's just Good. an amazing thing to happen. Would you like to hear what I think will go through my head just as I'm passing away? Sure. <laughs> I'm off to a galaxy far, far away. Banksy and Pinky for breakfast. Central Queensland. That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.